You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. Man, Oniro Trello. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast. My name is Peter Thompson. I'm here with Lambro Sirmos and Costa Levoyanis. I've actually lost count of how many episodes we're at, boys. 109, 110, something like that. But the main the yeah. main deal is here. We've just finished watching Olympiakos Slovan Bratislava in Slovakia. Uh, 2-2 draw. A bit of a sloppy, disgusting game to watch with two really annoying goals conceded by us. A couple nice goals for us, but we are going to probably end up inevitably focusing more on the mistakes that the team made today. Costa, how's it going? Do you want to start with me, really? No, okay, I hold on. I, I see this comment right here. It's not coming for me tonight, everyone. There's no rant no, coming for me tonight. Labra, you go first. I'll go. I'll go after. Shall I start? Okay. So, well, it was a bit of an interesting game. <laughs> it was an interesting game tonight, guys. It was a bit sloppy. The pitch was poor. Um, uh, Kenny Lala very poor tonight. I want to start off because I slandered. Uh, Thanas uh, Sandra's just when we went out of the Champions League. So I'll start with that. Kenny Lala was very poor, very indecisive. Um, yeah, didn't like him tonight. I thought we saw a good game from Oleg Rebchuk as well. Nice partnership as well. Nice thing to point out. Um, Matia Valbuena, Yusef El Arabi partnership alive and well tonight. It's been a while since we've seen. That was almost like first year them together partnership. It looks good tonight. Um, what else did I say? Henry Onyakuru was a disappearing act in the first half, was going in and out. Um, second half, nice goal, but like still did not like, did not show me much guys. Henry Onyakuru, um, going to leave it. Like, I, I, I don't want to judge Henry Onyakuru. The goal was nice tonight. It was a bit of a strange one. Very well done by, uh, um, um, what's his name? Andreas Buharlakis. I'm losing my mind. Anyway, I thought it was a fine game. Red card kind of changed it. You all know. Um, we, we need fullbacks. I see this. Zafi, Zafiro. Uh, yeah, like I, I think we do need fullbacks. Um, yeah, for sure, guys. Um, and we have to improve concentration. We have to improve some... Um, just, I don't know, just sloppiness. It seems like the passion wasn't there a lot tonight as well. There wasn't a lot of, which maybe is fair. I don't know. Costa, go ahead. I, I think I covered what I want to say to start, but if you want to. Okay. okay, look, um, I think the headline tonight is Olympiacos um, go through to the Europa League group stage. Uh, yes, of course. But I just can't say job done. Uh, I think... 
playing against a team that was playing with 10 men for almost 70 minutes and not being able to win the game is, is to me, unacceptable. And what infuriated me and really tipped me over the edge was listening to the commentary on Mega, where the commentators were saying, Poli Biagos came here to get the result and uh, and secure the you know their passing into the group stage. No. Olibiakos did not go there to secure a result. Olibiakos doesn't play to secure results or to play for draws. Olibiakos plays to win. And it didn't look like we wanted to win. That's what annoyed me today. How can you go away from home and play against this team and not win and then qualify for the Europa where you're going to play real teams? You might play against Leicester City. You might play against West Ham. You might play against Marseille. You might play away to Galatasaray, a team from the fourth pot. How are you going to play against those teams with that kind of performance and without league games? They haven't got matches at their feet. This is the type of game where you're like, all right, boys, you've got a, this is a match today. Go out there and play. I just, I mean, you could say, yes, but the pitch was awful. It's true. Some of the Belgian pitches here, the amateur ones that I play in, they're better than that pitch that I saw today. It's true. Um, But it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. You should have the quality to go and do the job and just lapses of concentration. Those two goals that we conceded, where is where was Lala closing down before that cross came in? Where was Lala on the near post? Both goals he's involved and both goals he just seems he just seems lethargic. I'm done with him. I'm done. I'm done with Kenny Lala. I'm saying that it's time to go, Kenny. It's time to go. Um, And I don't want to just just single him out. And I don't just want to be talking negatives. um, But this isn't good enough. It's not good enough. And I'm worried that we're not going to have enough games uh, come the 16th of September when the Europa League starts. I don't know how quickly this team can gel. And it smells a little bit like... It smells a a little bit like last season where... The, the the transfers came in quite late. It took a long time for the team to gel. And we started to roll in Octo- like, you know, late October, November, even December. That's when we started to get into a groove. And and maybe, I'm sorry to say this again, but since Costas Fortunis got injured, that, that creativity in the midfield is still not there. Madi Kamara came out injured. Where was the creativity? You can't expect it from Agibu Kamara. He's too inexperienced. He had an opportunity in the fourth minute where he broke down the right-hand side. There was a nice interplay with El Arabi and Valbuena. He got the ball outside the box. He should have passed, but he shot and he got blocked. And then he got bollocking from, from Coach Martins. And then the same, similar in the second half, 76th minute or something, there's a situation outside the box where he should shoot, or sorry, inside the box where he should shoot, but he goes for a pass and it gets cut out. So... You can't expect, you can't put that pressure on Agibu Kamara and expect from him to do what Valbuena does or what Fortunis did. And and the last thing I'll say, because I don't want to monopolise the time. If, you're, if your best player is a 37-year-old Mathieu Valbuena, then there's a problem. There's a problem. And do you know who the second best player tonight was? Oleg Rabchuk, for me. For me, Oleg was the second best, like, Maybe man of the match for me today because he played 90 minutes. 
So I'll, I'll stop there and we'll, we'll, we'll try and find some positives. But um, that's my that's my rant over. So before we go to the positives, um, Costa, good rant. Agreed with pretty much everything you said there. Um, agree on Oleg as well, I will say. There's a positive. Uh, he looks really good. Um, but I have to put my Lambro hat on for a second. And um, I'm going to do the Lambro where I... Uh, basically say, remember when I was complaining three weeks ago and nobody listened? Now I'm going to take my victory lap that I was complaining and it was right. Uh, because Costa, we have to say, where was this against Baku? I was sounding a lot like you and you were like, oh, it's okay. We got the result. And then now you are That's sounding true. like me and Mega is sounding like you. Oh, we got the result. Now I'm not saying I'm just I'm I agree with you, Costa, about this that game. That was a month ago. That was a month ago. Awful. That was Awful. a month ago. That was a month ago. That was a month ago. We still we. I I'm just saying all I'm gonna say is like you you gave some reasons as to why it's acceptable to just get the result against Baku, and we're playing here. We still haven't had our league start. That's not our fault. It's not. It's it's shit. But it's not our fault. You can't blame the players for that. You can't blame the coach for that. Like, it's not to me super surprising. This team is not on full cylinders. Like the right back, I, I we don't need to talk about. We all understand the right back situation. Probably need to bring someone in. Um, there's no one at in the squad right now who can play in that position at the level that we need. That's a problem we have still. You know, it's like the same excuses are here. It's the same stuff that's been bothering us. And now it's it's less of like, a, oh, it's okay. It'll figure it out. And now it's like, we haven't figured it out. What the hell is going on? We have, we have groups coming up and we still haven't addressed these issues. We still don't have a league. Um, like, yeah, that's, that's really what I have to say about that. Um, it's the same problems that have been hurting us for a while because Buhalakis comes on and, He's not had an opportunity to work himself back into the team because he had an injury and we don't have any league games for him to play in. All these new signings don't have any opportunity to come in. And Onyekuru doesn't look very good for most of the game. He does get a goal, but he doesn't look very good. Ronnie Lopez, eh. I mean, obviously it's his first game, but we don't have the time to break him in. Um, and once again, we're going to be picking up a right-footed Ruben Vinagre to replace Lala at the window because everyone you know, is, is outraged about Lala and Andruzos can't defend well enough. Um, and we're going to have the right-footed Vinagre come in at the transfer deadline, and it's going to be a problem that that hurts us again this year. So maybe that's a bit too negative. Maybe it's a bit all over the place, but those are sort of my thoughts. Can, 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 I, just, Listen. Can, can I just come back on one point real quick? Um, Go ahead. When we, when we played against Nefchi Baku, we were playing with our B team. There's a big difference. We're a month later now with our players everyone's everyone's fit everyone's available except for Tunis and and Masuras who was out today that that we should just just highlight that and okay. and we played below our comp we played below our talent level with the B team I understand it's not the players that we're maybe worried about but we in that game we should have beat them by a couple goals and we did not that's all and I was upset and I was told to calm down because it won't be a problem and now here we are that's all I'm saying about that but the bottom line is I agree with everything you said to, about the game today, Costa. It's, it's unacceptable. And and looking at the pots as well, which we'll get into, I'm very worried, to be honest with you. Europa League is going to be difficult this year. Agreed. Agreed. And 
Um, the Kenny Lala situation is a bit not good because we sign Michael Krabovnik. And if you guys saw our little rundown of Michael, Mikhail, screw it, Krabovnik, please watch you that. It was interesting. Him, you still call him Krabovnik. <laughs> Karbovnik? Is it Karbovnik? Yeah, yeah. I realized Lambro, that. I realized Lambro, that. sorry, I just I have to take the piss out of you for a second. Can you say Oleg's last name? Rubchuk. 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 Anyway, moving on. Michalis. He's coming in from Poland. I have a dream that he's going to be a very nice player. But anyway, Kenny Lala's situation is you can't get rid of him. We have like five days until the window closes. And uh, this is a good point. The Polish guy. Because like his name's not spelled like Michael traditional. Anyway, we're, we're not getting started on this. Anyway, the problem with Lala is there, it's going to be extremely hard to, uh, to, to, to kind of you know, like move on, get get a starting right back and get a backup right back because that's the situation we're at. So whether we... Oh, Lambro. It looks like we lost Lambro. Microphone is Can dead. you hear me? Okay. Well, um, I mean, as far as what Lambro said about getting Lala out, I don't think getting Lala out is the problem. I think it's more getting someone to replace him in time. And this Krabovnik kid, who maybe I've said his name wrong as well, but um, he's not played very much senior team football is is the impression that we get. Um, he's been in, in, the, in England and obviously, you know, um, he's quite young, but he's got a lot of potential, but, you know, it's going to be a, a risky one. Um, not to say that Kenny Lala is like at the level we need, but I am a bit worried to be honest because we're not bringing in someone who is a surefire player with experience. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what the deal is with the right back. I like. I think Kenny Lala probably goes in the winter time. Like as you say, Labrador, there's no way to get him out now. But um, I don't know. Oh, is my mic good now? I've been having problems yeah. with it for a while now. Anyway, so that's my big point, Peter. You you got it completely right. I just don't know where we go from here with right back. Listen, Lala may be shit, but he needs to be a professional and show up. The biggest problem for me moving forward is the lack of games. Costa hit on this. There is no room. There is no room for any preparation at this point. This, The biggest thing I saw tonight was that players need games. Onyakuru, Ronnie Lopez, some people were impressed by a few of the things he did does not look like he's ready to go. He needs games. A lot of these players need games. And I I don't know where they're going to find it. I was very, can I say this real quick? I was very disappointed to not see Tokino tonight. Really disappointing with that sub. Like, why the hell did he even travel? And now he's going to be sitting at home for 20 days, essentially, because international break. Just can't believe that's embarrassing. That was a tragic decision by Pedro Martins, but we talked about that yesterday, didn't we? We're like, he's going to take Tequino yeah. with him, but he's going to put Hassan on for sure. And that was so stupid. It, it's yeah. incredibly stupid. But what are you going to do? 
Yeah, but okay, it's Martins. He's gonna go with the guys that he knows. And no, Tiki I'm just. I'm so goddamn done. Like, I'm so done with yeah. Hassan. I, I don't. I'm with you. And uh, when, when, anyway, when Camara came off, we were done. When Camara came off, yeah, the, the, the game was, was over. Really Which I think was the right move as well. That may be a hot take. Yes. He was on a yellow yes. card, and uh, I, and I thought it was brilliant. You don't want him to get injured either. So you do not want him to get injured. It was right to take him off. And anyway, we can. I, I want to say a few things as well, um, real quick. This is going to break some hearts. I know a lot of people love him. Uh, the Greek national team just called him up, but Marios Versailles is not good enough for Olympiakos at this moment. I'm sorry. It's time for a loan. He's not going to play here. He's not up to scratch. That's it. He's not. You really want Marios Versailles to rot on your bench to be your fifth choice winger? It's fine with me, but is it fine for Versailles and for his development? Probably not. Anyway, I just don't think he's good enough. He's had chances. He hasn't shown it. It's time for, for him to go. I, I'm sorry. That's a bit mean to say to a Greek player, a player we liked, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny comment. No, I no more Hassan. No more Hassan. Not even like in a mural. I don't want to see him. In the team photo, I don't even want to see him. Anyway. Like like I said last time, he doesn't need to come back, man. Respectfully. Semedo, he can fuck right off. But Hassan, I feel a bit bad, but don't come back. But I agree about Rusai, unfortunately. Um, as you say, Labro, loaning him out is... <laughs> no. Although we do have Lazar's this comment gone as well. Vrusai on yeah. loan means more playing time for Lazar, but that might not be true because Lazar might be going out on a loan back to Serbia. As, or actually, and uh, are Ferenc Varos still in, in Hungary? Either way, he's... Yeah, he's but also Apoel in Cyprus. And Apoel, is, that would that would be world-class. Get him yeah. get him into Apoel. I just... I But once you get rid of Rangelovic, Vrusai... He's not getting rid of Versailles, but the, the hard truth that he needs to wake up and throw some water on his face is that he does. And Chumich, then you're looking at uh you're looking at difficulties at the winger position. So he's gonna keep Versailles, but Chumich and Lazar are gonna go. Agi Bukamara will stick around, then you have Ronnie Lopez, Henry, and Valbuena. And Masuras, of course. So I think that's the group. I think they're gonna get rid of the Serbians and keep Versailles. That's my opinion. But yeah, guys, I'm really starting to get worried about this Super League thing. Really, really starting to get worried about it. To be honest with you, it's it's gonna be yeah. uh, it's gonna but start maybe. affecting us worse and worse. For sure, we're screwed. We're in a maybe lot of trouble. This is obvious, as you say, Costa. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's starting to really piss me off. Um, and we talked about it a little bit last time, but it's unacceptable. And of course, Olympiacos are arguably, and I mean, I guess Pauk as well. Olympiacos and Pauk, those are we're one of the teams that are affected most adversely by this. And, you know, the tiny teams like Lamia that, that want their little TV contract and whatnot, you know, they're, uh, doesn't really bother them because they're not playing for anything anyway. So if they don't, if they don't start the league on the, what is it? I think the 12th or the 13th, if I'm not mistaken, let me just check. Yeah. So, sorry, it's the, the 11th, 12th and 13th then there's actually going to be a legit problem in terms of the calendar actually fitting in. Like, They're going to have it, to adjust the schedule it, in some way. It, it becomes a huge logistical problem as well. Yeah. Um, so, 
I don't know. Uh, and, and what kind of deal they're going to find in the end. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but the situation uh, when we last spoke on the podcast was that Balk hadn't agreed a TV contract, uh, but now it appears that they they are in the process or they are close. So, yeah, thanks, Balk, uh, again. They, they qualified tonight, by the way. I'm not going to say I'm... It's good for Greek football because... Uh, we need the points. Uh, another reason why I'm pissed off tonight, because we need points for the coefficient, because I actually care about Greece's position in the ranking. And um, it's good that Balk qualified because we want Balk playing two, two games a week. Their roster isn't as big as ours. They don't have as much depth. So, um, yeah, it would have been different if they were just focusing on the league the entire time. So I think it's good in that sense that they qualified. Shall we have a look at the at the pots, at the Europa League pots, so that we actually visualize who are the yeah. team we're up against? So, so I have that? it up right now, Costa. I can read them out for us all here. So, can um, I make one comment real quick as well, Peter? Oh, well, that's even better. Um, Hold you on. can, Lambro. Uh, so I see this comment saying, "Guys, you say we have to get to go. We're not going to get enough players to come in." Um, no, this team is way too bloated right now. There, there's so many players with no business necessary at this club right now, and they have to go, in my opinion. So, that's it. That's my only comment. Like this team is so full of just passengers. It's time to empty the boat. That's it. Should we read these teams out then? All right. Yeah. So for for our audio listeners, or you know, people who might. He's squinting at the font because it's rather small. So in pot one, it's just like Champions League. Um, each group is consisted of four teams, one from each pot. And the pots are roughly, they're seated based on the team's club coefficient, uh, basically how well they've done in Europe in the last few years. Um, Europa League is actually slightly changing its format this year because of the Conference League. We are, we are back to four groups of eight instead of four groups of 12 like it used to be. So there are, there are uh, four pots with eight teams each. And then there will be eight groups with four teams each, one team from each pot. So pot one, this isn't super important because Olympiacos are one of the teams in pot one. So this is a list of teams that we will not have in our group. Lyon, Napoli, Bayer Leverkusen, Dinamo Zagreb, Lazio, Monaco, and Braga. So those seven teams we will not be playing against. We are fortunate to be pot one. We've done well as a club, carried Greece to basically all their coefficient points, and because we've made runs into Europa League, we are good enough to be in that pot one, which is really nice because those are some scary teams uh, and we avoid them. In pot two, though, we've got Celtic, Eintracht Frankfurt. Wait, Peter, before Red you Star. move on from pot one, can I say something real quick? Sorry about that. Lazio Merda fucking shit club. Wish they'd burn in hell. Anyway, continue, Peter, please. <laughs> Celtic, Frankfurt, Red Star, Leicester, Rangers, Locomotive Moscow, Genk, and PSV are your pot two teams. So we will have one of those teams in our group. Down to pot three, Marseille, Ludogorets, West Ham, who are highlighted in blue because we stole this from a West Ham fan page on Twitter. Shout out to the random West Ham page that made this. Real Betis, Real Sociedad, Fenerbahce, Spartak Moscow, and Sparta Prague. Some kind of scary teams in pot three, by the way. I want I want Ludogorets. I put it put it on record. I want to play those. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to play those. I mean, again. to be honest, they're probably one of the worst teams in there 
and it's also revenge. So I definitely want Udegoritz. Um In pot four, Galatasaray, Rapid Vienna, Legia Warsaw, Ferenc Varos, Michiland, Stern Graz, Brondby, and um, we don't know the last team. It's in penalties right now. It's Omonia and Royal Antwerp. Um, it's actually not looking good for Ammonia right now. I think they've just gone out, but so it's probably Antwerp, but um, rest in peace, Ammonia in the Europa League. Uh, yeah, so those are the teams. So honestly, Europa League, a uh, very deep field of teams this year. It's going to be difficult uh, to advance through. Well, we'll probably get through on our group, but it's going to be difficult to make a run. I think a lot of really strong teams in there that, uh, you know, some we've played before. And I think it's going to be interesting. What do you guys think? I mean, uh, as, as I said before, I don't think it's like the expectation is that Olympiakos is going to win the group. That's what everyone's saying in Greece right now. They're saying that Olympiakos has to win the group because it, it will be right. bad if we come second. I'm sorry. I'm just going to bring that. I'm going to bring that list up again. Going away to Celtic. Uh, yeah. Never easy. Eintracht Frankfurt, good German team. Red Star Rangers Belgrade. are the team I'm more scared of than Celtic, to be yeah, honest but, with you, but your Red, point Red stands. Star, Red Star Belgrade, you fancy going to Serbia? No. Leicester City? Hell no. Rangers? Hell no. A cold trip to Lokomotiv Moscow? No, thank you. Genk. Strong PSV side. PSV, all of those teams are strong in yep. the second yep. part. All and it's group teams. three. I mean, who 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 do you want? Who do you want? Who do you guys want? All right, let, let's let's do this. Who do you want from the second pot? I'm going to say Genk because I'm because I'm in Belgium and I want to go and watch a game. I want Celtic. I'm not not really impressed by Celtic lately. That's that's the team I would want, even if we have to go there. Um, but yeah, we have uh, a couple. We have we have a comment from Fios here. Actually, our level right now is Conference League, plain and simple. I actually, this is a question I don't know. I'll admit I don't know it, guys. Um, if we come in third, do we go to Conference League, or is it just done for us? Yes, we do. Conference. Okay, yeah. yeah. So an option we might have to consider at this point, folks. Um, we have uh, three day Mu Izoe. Best for me is Celtic, Ludogorets, and Stern Graz. That's for all three of the pots. That would be a pretty good group. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely want Ludogorets back. Are all of those teams green, the ones that he brought up? Ludogorets is, is green. Ludogorets is green. And Storm, I think Storm's got some green in them as well. Anyway, so side note. Henry would be light and Henry would be hype. Be like, hell yeah, all this green. It's his favorite color, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and we can go down to the third the third thingy as well. And it's it's some more strong teams. Marseille who we, you know, basically drew even with last year so and Marseille have a strong team. <laughs> um, Ludogorets, who... No, I don't want them either. And Ludogorets, who, you know, say what you want, but we played very tough with them. I would love to play them again. But we have to say that, you know, they, they beat us in a two-legged tie. Um, West Ham have a lot of money and some talented players. Betis and Sociedad have some very big talents in their team. Fenerbahce have a big, you know, financial backing as well. And uh, you can say the same for Moscow. Sparta Prague also made a decent run in Europa League last year. So 
that's pot three. And that's a lot of teams that I can't confidently say we're better than right now. Um, and that's pot three. And we already talked about how good pot two is. And then you go into pot four and, and you see Galatasaray, which are uh, a big team with a lot of money. So it's going to be a difficult Europa League. It's going to be challenging for us. It's a good level for us, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the games. Every single game is going to be really, really tight. Um, but yeah, that's what we've got right now, guys. Yeah, I honestly I'm seeing comments about like Celtic. I think I I don't know what Celtic look like. I honestly uh, the, the the only thing is like they have Barkas. I guess he doesn't play anymore, but he's they have tragic. Joe Hart now, don't they? Yeah, and is they're gonna Joe sign Yakumakis. I just want shut up, Yakumakis. I hate him so much. Can never root for that man. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, really, I'm just like going in. I don't want an English team, and I, I anything else. I don't want PSV as well. This is a really good team. PSV is incredible. Like they have really nice wingers. Um, I am just trying to goals and qualification. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have cold. to say as well. Um, the the dickhead Semedo is still in our team, and if we get a Spanish team. And oh, Jesus Christ. an injury to Cisse and Semedo needs to play, and we don't get rid of him by then. Yeah. We're gonna be looking at Semedo and saying, What are you doing for us here? Um, and it's yeah. gonna be one of those situations. So that, that might love, be a place we want yeah. to avoid as well if he does stick around. I would love Nobody to go play to. OM as well because it's relatively close, but I would love I Marseille is always yeah. fun team to play. <laughs> I hear you guys like, oh, I want to play Gank because I get to go to a game. I have like absolutely no, <laughs> no, yeah. no way of that, that, that would happen. Like, but um, the thing is, I don't yeah. want to travel to OM is the thing. I don't want to travel to Marseille. Like I'm a bit scared for my life going there, but <laughs> what, what, like, has anyone ever been to Marseille? It's not like the hey, safest place. If Fabuena can go to Marseille, <laughs> so can you. Yeah, but he had security guards, Peter. I don't have security guards. He hired private just get security. some of the just just get some uh you know just arrange some security. I'm sure you can find someone. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Marcial will be my security. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah, so draw tomorrow, guys, by the way. We'll uh we'll have our reactions at some point online on uh, social media gate seven INTL. But uh it's gonna be early in the morning if you're in North America. I'm gonna be up early tomorrow, but um Oh man, um, I'm really nervous. It's going to be, I feel like we're going to get a tough group. We're not going to get Arsenal this year is the only thing that I can say with any confidence, but I honestly feel like we're going to end up with like Rangers, Ludogorets, Galatasaray. I can like see that being our group. Maybe that's a bit hopeful, but that's, that's kind of what I envision. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just expecting the worst. I think we'll get, um, get an English team and, yeah, the one good thing is um, the English teams team to rotate in in Europa League. Like I remember Leicester, yeah. like playing, putting out like quite average signs against Ike, if I remember last season. But anyway, um, I ideally no. And again, selfish reasons. Traveling, I'm looking for Western Europe. Now that Switzerland's not there, so Marseille, Belgium. I think I saw some people wanting West Ham, and I assume it was because they live in London, but I forget who it was. It was a, a while ago in the chat, but <laughs> yeah, once again, must be nice. But um, 
guys, do we want to get into player ratings for today? We can just run through the ratings yeah. for for our team. Um, we can start with with Vachlik. We have actually a comment here. Uh, Vachlik was responsible for the two goals. I think that's a stretch, a pretty no, strong stretch. Come on, um, yeah, it was the defense. It was it was. You can say collectively the defense, or you can say uh, Lala. But you know, uh, I'll be nice and say it was collectively the defense not being in the right place. But um, Vachlik, I I think was fine. Um, what what do we say? Six seven, not really that remarkable, but not six? bad. What like six on the corner? How was he responsible? I'm trying to like, how could someone make that argument? I'm just trying to. It just yeah, it just doesn't. Those are the types of goals that the key, that no keeper on planet Earth can save really, unless also yeah. I'm sure the xG on both of them is very high. I'm sure. We'll How did they even score a first goal? I, I've literally forgotten their first goal. How did that the happen? First goal. The first goal was. Um... Oh yes, the cross. It was the counter. It was the Wait, counter. that's even yeah. Oh yeah, even yeah, well, that one was well, just a cutback. How was Vatsla gonna? Anyway, I'm not a goalkeeping expert by any means. So, but, yeah, but that's the right back spot. That's the right back yeah. spot for not for not uh, for not closing down. Lambro, what do you think of this comment from Fetanos? Solakis going to save both of them? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I miss Solakis, man. I miss him. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I'm just kidding. Vatsla Solakis fine. prop is so strong. Uh, on gate seven, it know. is, man. Um, <laughs> that's another reason why I want the league games. Tolaki's clean sheet against Lamia, <sighs> gonna be great anyway. Um, Oleg Rebchuk, left back. Um, we can say, I, I, Costa said it at the beginning, he was one of the best players on the pitch for us today. Top two, probably. I think we can all say, um, you know, not oh. like he, the crossing looked much better today. Multiple He's getting crosses better. that looked good. Uh, and, and, you know, we've always said it. He's got everything. He runs his ass off. He puts in every ounce of energy he has. He's strong. Uh, he's physical. He's not afraid to get into it with people. He's not phased by these environments. He does all that stuff. And then when he puts the crossing together, seven, maybe eight for Oleg today. For me, I see some eights in the comments. Agalosiopis, Vios, Memsas, both putting an eight. What do you guys think? I give him an eight. I yeah, still sure. think today from him that, that we that I want to see. Like he ran at people today. He got up and down the wing. He was good defensively. And he just he's an Olympiacos player, do you know what I mean? Like he, yeah, he, fights. he has he has that mentality. He has that aggression. He gives everything. Absolutely. You just you felt that that he was giving it all, everything he had. And I want to see that from all the players. And I did and I think he's the only one that I really saw today with Valbuena that really wanted it, that played to the best of their ability. Everybody else was at 50%, 60 I don't know. Actually, I'll give a shout-out to a player before we even... Andreas Pujalax, I thought, had a decent game for not playing a ton recently. I yeah. thought he was fine as well. Well, yeah, we'll get... But anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah, let's let's do Cissé next. Um, Cissé, I actually wasn't that negative on him, but the, the passing... Costa has mentioned it in the past that he attempts these long balls, especially with his left foot, that are a bit uh, what's the word? He basically he you know he's he's bigging himself up a bit too much and shouldn't be taking yeah. those passes. As I much. don't know, but it's instruction. It has to be instruction. No, it's you know. not. It can't. It, it is. Martins wants, wants the ball on the floor. Martins wants the ball on the floor. He doesn't want to. Hoof I it think we it's would have to. 
We would have to ask who else because I bet Adi's watched some film in Saint Etienne, and if he's doing those in Saint Etienne, I'm sure it's instruction. Like, why else would he be doing it? Why else would he be doing it? Because he thinks he can complete the pass, probably. Bet you he was not doing this in Saint Etienne. There's no way. But those those passes, those passes with his left foot to use a basketball terminology, it's just a low percentage. It's a low percentage shot. Do you know what? Do you know what they remind me of? Like like a sand wedge in golf, just. Scoop it. <laughs> Just flies out. Doesn't go out of the sand trap. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, golf anymore. He, he does. Yeah. He does have the range. Like some of his passes with his right foot, like they were, they were great. And like his, the, the the speed of his passing is really good. Like when he hits it, like there's speed on the ball. Like it moves. But. But some of those left-footed passes that well, long-range 30, 40-yard passes he tries, you're just like, oh, and the God, not again. Right. Well, it's just the accuracy, like you say, Costa, because when he does it to a player that's in open space, like on the first goal, he got it to a wide-open Oleg, I think it was, on the left side. And that's an easy, like you said, he has the speed and the, the strength of his feet. And when the player is wide open and there's nobody there, it's a good play for him to make. But what he what he ruins is trying to pick out a runner. You know, he, he tries to get Ed Arabi in behind the defense and just skies it, and it's a catching practice for the other team's goalkeeper or something like that is what really um, gets us upset. We can say five for him. I thought he was all right, to be honest, Good. defending. Um, a couple – are you are you going to say worse? What? what you, you give him a five. What are you giving him, Costa? I'm confused. I give him an average six. Like six yeah, six. I think oh, five oh, is I thought reasonable. You, oh, okay. Yeah, I, would I thought, thought you were going to say like, he was, was a two. Five, 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 five. I was off one point. Yeah, yeah Costa, <laughs> right. you reacted like you were off one point. <laughs> yeah, right. six, 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 six point five is like, all right, he had an average. No, goal. that's fair. That's like, fair. Five, five, he starts to have a shit game. Yeah. I, don't know. I think defending he was good. I thought you were going to say he was like a three. Anyway. Um, no, 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 no. I'm saving my threes and my lower grades for other people. One anyway, well, let's enough. move on. I um, have a question. So, Karatis, I kind of want to give a lower. I, I'd give him like 5.5 maybe. I thought he was. I think 5.5 is. He, he was kind of just oh, not. not may, like Maybe this is my time game. to say it. Like, he's stable, but. So right. the, okay, the thing about I'm player gonna, I'm not going to do this right now, but like everyone has a I'm different scale, now, guys. That's anyway. For a player who's so, played around the world, it's been anyway. I'm not going to get going on this. I haven't even introduced this idea to you guys in a chat, so I'm not going to podcast. But one day I will. Socrates, what what do we say? Five and a half. What is that? What half, you said, six. He just does. He's so conservative. Like he can play the ball back to Vatchlik, and he would just like kick it out. I, that that sort of shit pisses me off sometimes. Maybe that's an Arsenal trait. I don't know. Anyway, who's next? Kenny um, Lala. Kenny Lala's next, guys. This is yeah, the, this is who Costa was saving the fours and threes. For. Three. We get a yeah. three. Three. I agree. I yeah. If if five is bad, I don't know what fourth. I don't know what the difference between four, three, two, one is. So no one does. I rest my case. It's like you need to read like Peter. You should open a copy of L'Equipe, and it's literally just okay. like five, four, six. It's like that's like the only way. Okay, I'm 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 from the football manager school where like you literally <laughs> can like walk off the pitch and like piss on the pitch, and you get like a five point nine, and then you like <laughs> score. You can like <laughs> the goalkeeper like plays amazing and gets like a seven point one, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's. 
the, the, the average on football manager is 6.5. It's like you enter at 6.5 and it goes up. No, you start out like a 6.8, don't you? 6.5 is kind of poor. Anyway, you take, let's take six as kind of a starting point and then yeah. anything below is bad. And above That's fair. Better. Yeah, fair enough. Um, can I just address, like, address this comment? So Lala L. Saint says, Lala and Rabchuk can't play with Biagos anymore. We need better players at both positions. I think we we addressed this already in the chat that if we, we can't get rid of Lala until January. It's just we, we, we can't rely on Andrutos to play in the European games. Uh, he's good in the Greek league where he can attack. Um, but but with Oleg, guys, I think we said it earlier on in the season. We need to we need to like have some have some faith. Like he gives everything. He gives everything on the pitch and his crossing is improving. So let's I don't want to see any Oleg Slender. Not not today. No, not, not today. today. Not today. Um, this comment from Vios, according to Marca, Real Madrid just made a non-negotiable offer of five <laughs> sacks of potatoes for Kenny Lala. Anyway, um, so that's throw the defense. A, throw in a pork chop as well and done deal. Yeah. Some anyway. Some <laughs> um, anyway, going to the midfield, I mean, Madi Kamara came off pretty early. Um, so maybe I don't know how much we can say about him. Lambro, yeah. you mentioned you liked Buhalakis. I also like Buhalakis. Yeah, um, I give him six point five. Classic yeah. Buhalakis move, taking the cheeky free exactly. kick for that. He gets a seven for me. People talking um, a lot about Onyekuru, but oh, it was all it was all Andrea. I love this guy, man. First, first he steals the ball from uh, from the Adi's goalkeeper, and then in, he does a little bit of a, a Trent Alexander Arnold take taken quickly. Um, so yeah, we gotta, you know, I'm happy Buhalakis got in there. As I've said before, it would be nice to be able to bring him in and let him rotate a bit, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, I, I say seven for Buhalakis in his substitute appearance where he played more than yeah, half I think, the game. I think that's fair. Yan and Vila. Yeah, exactly. Yan yeah. and Vila, another six, 6.5, I think. Pretty a fine game. Nothing special. Yeah. Very average performance, I would say. Six. Uh, not much to say about Mvila. Baby but, Kamara. Uh, can I give Kamara. him a seven? I really enjoyed him tonight, like usual. He had some nice... I, I'm going to oh, say six. Costa gave me he the was, look. I love Baby he, Kamara. Uh, well, Costa already... I, I know Costa's going to... Costa already uh, called him out a bit for that beginning of the game when he shot it and should have passed, which I do agree he should have passed. I think Baby Kamara had some good some highs and some lows. And at the end of the day, for me, that balances out to a six. Um, kind of surprise. He played the whole game, didn't he? I guess he um, that's a bit of a surprise Kids to me. Talk. But I love I, him. I mean, I, I like baby Kamara. I do. I like him a lot. But Also, um, he just looks like a child. I'm just like, oh, like you ever heard him speak? When he speaks French, he sounds like a little child when he speaks. Like, it's like, it's like no. I, 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 anyway, just like... Costa's like fuck them kids, get a five. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not ready to be an Olympiacos starter. I, I, I really I really enjoy his enthusiasm. Um I like watching him play. I just don't think he's an Olympiacos starter. Yeah, he's eighteen right years now. old. Like course, and... he's twenty, he's not eighteen, but Oh really? Why do I think he's twenty? I think he's twenty. Anyway, and because uh, he looks like a child. Anyway, yeah. the, the, the like I said earlier, I think his his decision making needs to improve. Uh, that comes with experience. I think he can make an impact coming on as a sub. I think he will be uh, a, a good 
a good solution coming off the bench and a good squad player for the for the team. And I think he has huge potential. Just he's not he's not a starter right now. Let me just say this real quick. Like we're like criticizing Baby Kamara. I'm not for me. Anyway, no, you're not criticizing him. But for me, outside the goal, he was better than Onyekuru, and he was better than Ronnie Lopez. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The freaking big money, big players. That's fair. That's fair. But Ronnie Lopez came four days ago, and Onyekuru is Ronnie Lopez. We're gonna give a break. Yeah, Yeah. Ronnie Lopez. I'm not gonna go on about like I thought he was fine. There were a few touches, you know. When he took the ball on and turned it and ran at the defense, and then since he tried to take a shot, but like the ground was just like crumbling underneath him and he couldn't get his foot through it. Yeah, I Ronnie Lopez like had a few moments where I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't know if we can give Ronnie a number because it was just a cameo and we, you know, saw a bit of good and a bit of rust. But five point five six, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Um, but with with. Baby Kamara, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but another player that would benefit from playing in the Super League. I'm just yeah. going to say it. But um, okay, haircut man, um, Mr. Green Hair. Uh, guys, the agenda for me, I don't care that he scored a goal. Agendas are bigger than results uh, for me. Uh, I want to give him a four, you know, I do. But oh, that's a little harsh. That's. He literally didn't. He like we were. I saw you guys chatting about it. I was having a beer with my friends, but like he had like four touches in that first half. Like what, what the hell was he? doing? I wanted to see him play on the right side a little bit, to be honest, because we were bringing the ball. But I know it's like maybe if we brought it to the right side, we would just start playing more down the left. Get I don't involved. Know. I like. I see this comment. I like. Oh no! Wrong comment. Zafirop. If our players saw the moves that Henry was making, he could have easily scored a hat trick. Like. I don't know, man. Like, I come on. I, I honestly, I don't want to make a statement too much. Like, I can also, it's a good finish bad, to be fair. But like, when I watch it's games with friends, finish. also, I'm turning and I'm talking and I'm not looking really closely at positioning. So, how dare like, you? I'd, yeah, how Socialized. dare me? Yes, correct. It's I know, guy. I know. So, but I'm vaccinated. <laughs> it's allowed. But it's just like I, I, I didn't see what he was saying, but maybe what Zafirov was saying, but maybe he was. But listen, he scored a goal, what I say, six, 6.5. He scored the goal, so we have to give him that. So, I mean, yeah, if, I guess if, if we were going by football manager rules, he gets like an 8.1 in that game. But um, he scored, yeah. I mean, he gets a seven. Seven's fine, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the, the piss out of FM's like scoring a little bit. But yeah. um, no, I mean, like the thing is about Onyekuru guys, like, and Adi said this in the deep dive, He's not going to be the type to like come and drop low and get the ball and dribble past all these people and do it all for himself and be creative. He's not that kind of winger. He needs the players to pick him out. He's going to be making these runs. He's going to be, you know, maybe one V one on the counter with a lot of space using his pace, getting open. And it maybe doesn't help him. I know like what Zafirov said about, you know, the players not seeing him, but like it probably doesn't help the fullbacks we have right now. Uh, it's probably not super advantageous to him. Uh, but also he did have one golden opportunity at the beginning of the second half and absolutely fluffed it and didn't do anything with it. He had, I think it was basically a two on two on the break, lots of space for him on the left side of the pitch. And and he just didn't use his pace, kind of just dribbled it into the defender for Slovan was disappointing. Um, so I want to see more from him guys. And 
I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't have a, a strong bias against him from the haircut incident and the fact that we spent 5 million euros on him, which I personally don't really think was great business, but um, yeah, we'll see more. I, I, the verdict is still out. If, if we can maybe, you know, maybe a team like this where we're sitting with the ball in possession for a big majority of the game, especially against 10 men, maybe this is not the game for him either. We can say, but um, yeah, that's my thoughts about Henry. Yeah. It's good that he got minutes guys. It's good that he yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Minutes, his first like, start. He scored a goal. His movement was quite good, but like he it's true. Like he didn't get some of the balls where the, where the you know his teammate should have found him in space. The one time he did get into space, Peter, you mentioned already, it was that two on two, and you were just expecting, all right, this is where I want to see like him. This is his moment. This is where I want to see the the you know the the, the fire coming from his feet and just going past the defender and leaving him for dead but it didn't happen he seemed to hesitate i don't know what happened um he's, he's not match fit yet I, I i think about what i said at the beginning and yeah i was i was quite negative but guys whether we like it or not yes there was covid yes we had injuries uh there's new players that are in the team hasn't gelled the team isn't playing in the league we can't expect miracles but again, I, I stick to what I said, which is that we should have won this game today. Um, yeah. But but Onyakuru is case in point that we are still integrating players into the team. And I think he will get better. But I think we also saw what Ari, um, what Ari was telling us in the deep dive, that against teams that sit back and play with 10 players in front of the goalkeeper, you're not going to get as much from him as when you're playing against better teams where he'll find space and he'll hit the counter. So yeah. I think we saw a bit of that tonight. And pass and move wasn't it wasn't really sharp, but that might be due to match fitness. Let's see. Also, well, real quick. I I can I just highlight this. Oh maybe you guys don't realize it, but I have unfortunately watched Bruma play. I was watching the PSV game with some friends. One of the worst footballers I've ever seen. He is so bad. It is unreal. I I was texting some Dutch friends and I was like, I feel bad that this guy hasn't left your club. Like, he is so bad. And I, I had PTSD. Like, I almost had to turn off the PSV game. I saw him literally kill a crow with the pass. And I was like, I had a heart attack almost. I thought it was in Owaka against Pauk. I was like, oh, oh my God. I, I just... He is one of the worst footballers I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie to you. So the shit about we should have brought Bruma, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Goddamn. No. <laughs> okay. The, I have nightmares about this front three. I have nightmares. Bruma, Seba, Hassan. No, I okay. I'm going on a rant. Bruma was garbage. Maybe you're used to watching Lazar Angelovic play shit on the wing, so you think Bruma is a good player, but Bruma is garbage, my friends. I am sorry to break it. If your level you think Bruma was good, you're you've lost the plot, you have lost it. I don't know what to tell, tell you people. Bruma sucks. Bruma's a garbage footballer. Anyway, the, that's the, it. Really, uh, I brilliant. didn't expect this to come out, but like, 
no, this is not happening. Put. People are not rewriting Bruma history right now. Bruma sucks. Uh, anyway. People are egging. People are egging you on. People are egging me <laughs> on. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do <laughs> it. Lambro falling for it. Hook line and sinker. God damn it! The trolls. They're after me. Anyway. Other than last, last player for ratings, guys, at our Matia Valbuena, 25. Oh, we didn't do Valbuena. I'm that's right. I'm sorry. Valbuena, uh, eight for me, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, guys. The only thing is, I, I look at Valbuena and I see him play well, and and I just know it's gonna wear off because he's gonna get tired. And it's like sort of, uh, uh, I mean, maybe he won't get tired if we're not playing games, but you know, it's uh, it's sort of like. What's the opposite of a silver lining? Like he plays well, and it's and I just have to be like, you know, yeah, but this isn't a long term solution. The inevitable is coming. He's gonna. It happens every season. He plays. That's what I'm saying. And then he gets injured, and then he comes back, and he's not the same. And it takes time for him to get well. And uh. and we don't have Fortunis anymore to to cover for him. So, um, yeah, I'm worried about that. But he played well today in his in his uh, whatever sixty minutes. And then uh, El Arabi up top six, really. Or I guess he had a goal today. Seven, what am I talking seven, about? Seven, seven easily. The, the goal was really nice. I'm, yeah. The header um, was unstoppable. Yeah, that was a, a brilliant header nice. from, from him. That was first year El Arabi, like Mavalbuena link up right there. That header, that was, I felt the the days roll back. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think that's it. Like, or who else can we talk about? Like, Ronnie Lopez didn't play enough. Vrusai Hassan didn't play zero. Enough. Hassan zero. He played enough zero. Um, I can't believe <laughs> I mean, he's. I cannot. I, I know we said it already. The fact that we brought Tiquinho and he didn't come in. He literally utter forced Tiquinho to get on a plane to Slovakia, knowing he would never play him. It's unreal. It's honestly unreal. It's unreal. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 guys. This comment from uh, Romana Drummer. We can start Hassan as a center back. We'll be sure he won't score an own goal. Guys, Hassan doesn't jump for the goddamn free kicks. Like, there's going to be headers coming in and center back. Hassan's just going to be like... And not jump. Also, Peter, can we bring up... I've seen this, this comment... Lopez, where, yeah, that was a mistake. I don't know if he has a right foot. I haven't seen him. I've we've seen him for like twenty minutes, but from what I saw, it doesn't look like he has a right foot. It's only to like walk or like stand on. We'll see. He's just going to be a cutting in merchant. For also, some minutes. words about the opposition. I don't. I I honestly didn't think. I I thought Vladimir Vice was all right tonight. I thought the English kid who scored was decent. Was that his Green? Was that his name? Yeah. But really, I what? How can you judge a team when they're down to ten men after like thirty minutes? It's tough. I don't know. Ooh, Costa, nice mug. I have the same one. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they Zafiropo five says fair play to them. They fought hard. Yeah, yeah I sure. mean it's it's you know. It's also hard to judge when they come into the game being down 3-0 because as much as, sure. you know, we can be upset about not playing well, like they didn't even, you know, they needed to be perfect today and they had a guy get sent off 30 minutes into the game. So, um, you know, they 
to be honest though, like the goals they scored is is more of mistakes from Olympiacos. You know, that's that's what I get from the goals that they scored. So obviously they cap they finished the goal, but um you look at those goals and you say that's because that happened because Olympiacos backline, Lala, whoever, uh, you know, weren't where they were supposed to be. But yeah, I mean they they played hard, they they competed for the entire game despite not really having a huge chance to to get anything out of it. So yeah, I mean, uh, good for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess guys, do you want to do coach's grade? We sort of hinted at man of the match already. Um, Valbuena and Oleg, I think the two candidates, I would probably say Oleg personally, but I think, and I think Costa said Valbuena, uh, or did, do you say Oleg? Uh, Oleg is my Oleg. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nine, nine minutes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we all have also, Oleg. Yeah. I, hold on. Can I show this comment real quick from yep. uh, Nicolas? I, yeah. Yeah. This is really good comment. This is really good. Like how you fit this in two sentences. 63 minutes and I couldn't understand that they play with 10 players. Someone needs to wake the players up. Yeah. That's, that was, that was like what Kosa was, was saying. Oh, but I didn't spot say on. it in two sentences. You didn't say it in two sentences. sentences. That was really that was well done. And it's just, I, I don't, <laughs> this is something I'm worried about. Passion, energy, leadership. I don't see it in this team. Socrates. I'm going to save that for another podcast, everyone. There's, there's some discussions I'm going to be having about him. Anyway, leave it at that. But I don't know. I, coaching grade. I'll give him a I'll give him a B minus because that sub taking Kamara off was really smart. I, I think that was important and secured the game. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. C for me. Uh gets okay. gets docked a whole letter grade for bringing Hassan on. Um but I, I, I do wanna say to be fair, like I think it's more the players if than anything. It was just the players didn't really look motivated whether that was because they were conceded and because they were up three nil, maybe that's why. But yeah, I mean, I, I also wasn't a, a massive fan of, of the subs at the end, but whatever, maybe C plus. Yeah. C plus for me, Costa. It's like a B minus for me. I agree with Labro. I think, yeah, he did well to take Kamara off. Yep. I wonder if he wouldn't have taken him off. Um, if he hadn't got that injury because he had the card and I think it was more the injury it was definitely the injury I think it was was the injury that instigated the change and it wasn't the card because I was really I was really curious actually because I thought how many times have we seen this before where there's a player on a card and it's the type of player that you think "Mm, is He's the kind of player that might get the second, take him off at half time or take him he off. He is. Off. He is the type. He's like Yeah. And, and yeah. you're just like, I was wondering, I wonder if Martins is gonna take him off at half time because he doesn't need to play in this game. Also, this uh, is interesting. Karbovnik uh, has just landed. Uh, Thought he would come tomorrow, but interesting. Lambro, you on you gotta get going. We gotta wrap up. Lambro's gotta, gotta get, get to, to the, the airport. airport. <laughs> um guys, thank you so much for listening, especially also, if you've made it this Peter, far. Thanks for tuning in. Real quick. Shit is going down this weekend, transfer wise. Throwing it out yeah, there, and we're gonna have guys. We're gonna hot have a take, big podcast this weekend. This hot take, Manolas is coming this weekend. No, he's not. Costa, Costa, Costa. What? What? What were your? What was your quote? 
I will eat my shorts. Is that what you said? Is that what you said? I said I said I will eat my shorts if we pay more than ten million for Boston. Ah, uh, oh god damn it. So yeah, guys, I know there's a lot of transfer news coming on, and and it's there's some big stuff that we didn't even touch today. We we talked about the kid from Poland a little bit, but there's some other stuff. Uh, watch, we'll get watch, to watch it this weekend. Watch the video. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, um, if you want to have more, like we said, we're coming with another episode this weekend, as we always do. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening uh, on audio, you can, I believe, subscribe or follow the podcast as well, wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify. Follow us on our social media, at Gate7INTL. That's the best way to know when you're when we're going live. If you want to show up uh, for the live podcast, we have a lot of fun, and uh, we love reading your comments. So make sure to, to do all that stuff. If you enjoyed the podcast, share with anyone you know who loves football or loves Greece. And uh, we will be back again this weekend. Costa, what do you have? Just, just the last thing to remind people that we spoke to Brighton and Hove Albion reporter Richie Mills earlier today to get some insights into uh, our new signing, Michal Kabovnik. So uh, you can check that out on YouTube. It's exclusive, I believe, on YouTube. So yep. go and check that out if you haven't already, if you want to learn some more about the player. Um, it's, it's 20 minutes long. Chapters are there as usual. Go and check it out. Yep, absolutely. Okay, guys. Well, thank you again so much for coming in the chat and talking with us. Um, I hope you enjoyed, even though the game was a bit of a downer, a bit boring. Uh, but until next time, enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you very soon. Yeah, you just listened to an episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL. Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Thrilos, he said. Stomialo kati majiko.